Okay, are we good? Is it, I are think we done? Good. We're done. We're okay. done. That was that, good. That was amazing. I'm like, we should just ha- have that be the podcast from now on. Just beatboxes. I think we just lost every listener. Copyright infringement. No. Oh, yeah. No. Led Zeppelin's great with letting you use their songs. That was, they love it. That was on the podcast. I think it was. We oh, were wow. Okay. We'll, we'll see how that. much of that we. This is probably in. science. Uh, everybody, I'm Brooks Whelan. This is Andy Wood. Yep. Matt Kirshen's gone. Fuck him. Uh, I'm just kidding, Matt. You're great. Uh, <laughs> so we have Jesse Case. Jesse Case filling in for Matt Kirshen yet again. again today. Special guest Chip Pope. Yeah. This yeah. is Chip Pope. Everybody. This is your first time on the podcast, Chip. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a big. It's a big deal. Are we? Is this a lot of liquor stores to get out here. We're, oh, nice. We're coming up on fifty. We're coming up on a year, almost a year of doing ooh, this thing. Ooh, yeah. Congratulations! Ooh. And Glad we you have nothing. Finally, finally got to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to show we for. We have it. not repeated a guest yet. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I, that was. I don't. I don't know why. Someone asked us when we're, when we're going to start repeating guests. Never. And, and I said I don't really know why we haven't yet. We, I'm not repeating no guests unless one of the guests is Joy Behar. Well, yeah, I was. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You would repeat her. Have you written for? You've written for a lot of. Uh, you've written for Ellen. You've written for Rosie O'Donnell. Lesbians. Have you written for Joy? A lot Bernard? of lesbian friends. <laughs> yeah, lesbian. I friends? don't know. I don't think she's a lesbian. So uh, she just she just looks that, like though. a lesbian and smells like one. But I don't think she is one. <laughs> you also you wrote for the the newest incarnation of Beavis and Butthead. Yes. Oh, what's that? What's the process like writing for Beavis and Butthead, Chip? Well, you uh, do some work and uh, get canceled. <laughs> do you know uh, I like, James, love that like most shows Do you know James Austin Johnson um, Was he in there At the time Redheaded kid From Nashville No no I don't mm. no. no Okay don't This is what I heard Howard was kind of Telling me about it He was Howard Kramer Who's a past guest Was saying uh, You just kind of Watch music videos And riff With yeah, Mike yeah. Judge Which and, is awesome yeah. yeah And then he just Like if he likes it He just goes in the other room And, and records that right away Exactly Which is the best way To run a room yeah. I think Because there's no discussion of why you know no one's feeling you you know what he doesn't like without him telling you what he doesn't like yeah, because or he doesn't want to do it. or yeah and so that's perfect yeah it's a way that obviously was you know I, I guess was um, established when they did the first show I, yeah. w- I would imagine and then like uh, it's just yeah no one's feelings get stepped on you just kind of go oh is he, well, is- he didn't like that but. You know, there's not that whiny yeah, writer's no room discussion where it's like... Eh. That's awesome. Is he hilarious himself? Uh, no, is he he's quiet? very, like, low-key, very quiet. Low-key? Yeah, like a unassuming plumber. That's well, awesome. actually, plumbers probably tell just more jokes and joke around. Yeah. He's just, like, very low-key in, in a good way and barely even tells, like, show business stories, really. Really? But he did tell a good story one day about uh, Luke Wilson and uh, trying to get financing for a movie. I think it was the Wendell Brothers. There was some movie that Luke Wilson directed, and he was trying to get financing. And so they were uh, going... He was going to parties in, like, Abu 
uh, wait, Grim. what's the, not? Where Abu do they Dhabi? go in Sex in the City? <laughs> Abu, oh, Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, like over there in the Emirates, I think. And oh, so he's okay. like hanging Dubai. out with this guy who's funding the movie. This kind of chic, you know, yeah. shady chic guy. And at parties, he keeps introducing him uh, to everyone as Owen Wilson. This is Owen Wilson. He's doing this movie. Is Owen Wilson? It's going to be great. And then you know, after a while like that, Luke Wilson was like, "You know, I'm you know I'm Luke Wilson, right?" And, <laughs> and, and the guy goes, "Yes. Do you want to get this movie made or not?" <laughs> Holy and shit! And so then Luke Wilson just said, "Okay, yeah." And yeah, just kept I'm, getting introduced as Owen. So. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, well, cool. Oh, no, they're they're brothers. Yes, they're real life brothers. They're not just they're both named life. Wilson. No. Okay. I'm, they're, I, they're not like the Walker brothers. I probably knew or, at a certain point that they were related, but didn't. Uh, and they've been in movies together, yeah. They've been a lot of movies yeah. together. I think most the of the Wes Anderson, Anderson movies yeah. have both of them. Okay. They're they yeah, in Bottle Rocket sure. together, Bottle Rocket, definitely. And then probably Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, uh, Rush. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. Yeah. Rushmore. The were third Wilson brothers shows but, up yeah. as the baseball coach. What? Uh, is what? it Andrew? Andrew Wilson? Who's the, the, third the third? Yeah, Andrew. Yeah. He's in Bottle Rocket. Yeah. Oh, he's in that too. He's, he's, yeah, he's Wilson's like the the gig. older brother that is uh, kind of a dickhead. And he's the Daniel Baldwin. He laughs at the Lawn Wranglers and. Yeah. yeah. You look like a banana or whatever he says to the, when they're in their <laughs> jumpsuits. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so funny. long. I gotta watch that again. Um, That's the best Wes Anderson movie to me. Bottle Rocket, anyway. really? yeah, they're, just because it's so it it just came out of nowhere and it was just it's so low key and yeah. small and just really funny and just seems loose and and then James Caan, <laughs> like the yeah, they got James Caan for that is so <laughs> exactly. awesome. That's, All right, I gotta rewatch Chip. Bottle Rocket. Yes, Get sir. Into some science here. Science okay. quiz? Are you what? doing the science quiz? Yeah, yeah science. All right, quiz. all right. No, nothing. Uh, I really no, don't no, know no, a lot no, about this, science. Not this, a, and I don't mean to cut this off. Uh, this happens so often. Uh, I, I feel like I need to do a science quiz theme song. Yeah, yeah, you do. Have you do. guys thought of That's, bumper music throughout the show? No, this is no great, bumper music. We, sh- we should mention again, as we don't often mention it. I didn't say it for that. No, I know, but, but Jesse, you did create our theme music, which is perfect. Everyone loves the theme music, and yeah. it's thanks to Jesse well, Casey. Well, it's, it's analog synth. I think Chip would be into it. Yeah. Um, Put the echo on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's Chip, really Chip and I, delay. I, 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 Chip and I have a synthesizer history. It's over. Anyway, yes, we should. But I would love. I feel like there should be some quiz music, and then maybe okay, done on that. Done. You know what? Let's. I think we should start expanding this into more segments in general. So yeah, bumper music for all those new segments. Also, while we're mentioning music, it's good. It only took a year to figure this out. Yeah, you know, we're feeling it out. We take our time. We take our time. We're starting to get our feet probably underneath us. We we didn't mention another one of your credits. You, well, maybe I should just say you, you are, you're good friends with um, recording artist R.O. Mance. Really good friends. Really, really good, good friends. friends. We're yeah. very close. And uh, you can get your... I don't know what that guy's been doing. So, What's he lately? been doing? But I know his album is, is incredible. And yeah. you can still find that on AST Records, I believe? Yes. I think so. I, I think <laughs> they... Uh, I think they... I, I saw how they uh, like half-priced it on their... Uh, Website, which sometimes I don't know. Takes I don't public, know if that's good or bad. Sometimes it's probably not good. Little, little probably, time it's probably not good. Catch up on great things. Sometimes people are behind on it, but sometimes, that doesn't mean it's not yeah. incredible. Yeah, some chips of are on sale sometimes, or you know, wheat thins or whatever. So maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> R O M. People want it. How so do you? Much. How do you? How do you spell it? R R period O period M A N S E. You know a lot about so this it guy. Should be. It's like it's like you got yeah, right. It's, it's a little creepy just for the a same friend. wavelength. Okay, yeah. so yeah, look up our romance, uh, but also Chip. 
Get ready to get into the science zone. Okay, let's well, so let's, let's, let's just do it. do it this time. Just science quiz. Nailed it. I like that a lot. Okay, All so right. I'll just redo that. That was very okay. analog. Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> as analog as you can get. Like... Uh, okay, wow. Chip, yes, what's Brooks. your science background? What do you got? Well, Brooks, uh, physical science probably in high school. Okay, that's a solid science background. Here we go. <laughs> Favorite scientist. Favorite scientist. Well, let's see. I don't know. Stephen Hawking? <laughs> Done. Perfect. Reasonable. It. I mean, that's probably, that's probably what everyone answers. A lot, get a lot of Einsteins. A lot of Einsteins. Get, get a few uh, Neil deGrasse Tysons in here sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's current. Had Michio Kaku. Is that his name? I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> Least favorite scientist. Oh, probably Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. He's awful. Because yeah. uh, the guy, you know, you ever listen to the guy? Well, he's just like Stephen Hawking, but he added that S, and they just yeah. get all the credit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Walk around, using legs and stuff. I don't <laughs> no. like it. All right. That's how he rolls. Favorite. Oh, there oh, it is. No. Favorite element. Favorite element? Yeah. Is carbon dioxide an element? No. <laughs> it's a compound, but it contains <laughs> elements. Compound. I think that should count. I think that's Metal? Right. Is that an element? Mm, no, that's no. not an element. Oxi- Some elements are metal. Oxygen, Oxygen, Oxygen is yes, an element. Nailed it. I'll keep is. going until I get one. There we go. There All right. Favorite Australian <laughs> animal? Oh, well, a kangaroo. Done. You, know. you I mean, got it. It's pretty pedestrian choices here, but... I mean, it'd be surprised there's a wide variety. Pretty pedestrian. Although know, with, with, with Australia, you know, you could go for the rabbit because it just overran their yeah, country yeah, at yeah. one time. Hey, let's bring some rabbits in here. Oh, there's no natural predators? Yeah, right? Um, I don't yeah. know about this. When did this... Yeah, the a rabbit-proof fence. They had to build a fence across the almost the entire country <laughs> to keep the rabbits out of civilization. Well, they brought I rabbits in, I never heard but this. the rabbits didn't have anything to like keep the population in check. Uh-huh. So they just fucking went nuts. I thought just, Australia was full of predators. What, 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 I guess what, what not, TV have I been watching? I guess not for this Mad particular Max. rabbit. <laughs> that's I specific. thought Australia was a scary... <laughs> place full of crocs and snakes yeah anytime there's a top 10 most deadly nine of the top 10 right. are always just in australia yeah. somebody's backyard why, there but the, why isn't it occurring to them to go for these rabbits i don't know uh but the rabbits are rabbit population out of control in australia get it figured out i met I met two australian babes on a plane back from san francisco uh two weeks ago i impressed them with my knowledge of wolf mother uh uh-huh. and then Woman! yeah uh, and yeah and they're like well Echo. if you ever come to australia Swing on by. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I come. This uh, is what we call uh, Brooks Accent Corner right now. This is the segment also. <laughs> oh, if you ever want to come do, on do, down do, do, to do, do, Australia. Do, do, That's a pretty Brooks good... Accent Corner. So anyway, I got two Australian wives now. They're great. Nice. Uh, a lot Sister of, wives? Sister wives. Um, it's would great. You, would you walk 500 miles to be with them? Wait, aren't they Scottish? Mm, I think that's, yeah, I think I that guy was Scottish. Scottish brothers. Or were they Irish? Are they proclaimers? They go, All right, they're you probably guys. Well, hey, they're probably not even brothers. We have, you know, we have probably like a Luke and Owen kind of thing. I, I don't even know what reference you're talking about. I was just trying to talk about romance here, and uh, oh. you guys are making it sound like oh, I wow. made a false oh. reference. Oh, anyway, shit. So. Chip is like a musical <laughs> fucking about Australia. It's like he was a producer in the '60s. How much Chip knows about know. music? I guess really, he Brooks, knows so much he even appreciates Steely Dan. Which right? Nobody else anywhere near my age likes Steely Dan. I've never met a woman who appreciates Steely Dan. Chip gets it. They all say it's like dad music, it's and not, I don't get it because I like that it's Steely Dan when I was ten years old. So there, so I cannot possibly be a father at yeah, ten years old. I think I got so da- anyone got, who says it's like dad music, they're wrong. Yeah, I, mean, I got decade when I was like sixteen, and I was like, oh my god, these songs are incredible. And then I bought every album, and uh, 
I can play it. I've learned uh, my favorite guitar solo of all time, Larry Carlton on Kid Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Spent many an hour. <laughs> Seen him play this that. This is their high. worst song. This is their worst song. No, this song. is a good song. But it's not anywhere near the caliber of like a Kid Charlemagne. That's your favorite song? Not a lot of other top, guitar solo, yeah. not a lot wow. of other top ten songs about gambling addiction, let's face it. Yeah. Well, the creepiest Steely Dan song, the, go. The Gambler. Creepiest Steely Dan uh, song. It's hard. Boy, it's tough. How is it not everyone's gone to the movies? Well, that one is creepy. But well, but even on like uh, Katie Lied, there's what's what's you another know, the, the, what's another They got their band name from a dildo. It's true. On Katie uh, Lied, there's going to be What? Oh yeah, from like a William Burroughs. William S. Burroughs uh, Naked book. Lunch. Yeah. Yeah, Naked Lunch. Uh I'm in a Naked Lunch. I think that uh your cousin Dupree is pretty Oh yeah, but I mean I don't creepy. Count. Even though it's an older or Gaslighting Abbey, even like their more recent stuff. All right, nothing post two thousand. Favorite constellation. Favorite constellation. Yeah, my favorite constellation. Yeah, uh, Orion the Hunter. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, best experiment you did in high school or any time. What's like a fun science experiment you've did that you have stuck with Chip Pope through the years? Watching Peter Brady make his volcano oh, on the Brady Bunch. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Because I've didn't do any science. I have just yeah. no workable <laughs> skills okay. in science. We didn't have to do, you know, you we had to, to dissect a frog and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't remember, like, the cool stuff that we had to do This is back in, in science. Pampa, Texas, is that correct? Yeah, Pampa. 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 Yeah, if you say it Pampas. too highfalutin like that, you get <laughs> run out Texas. of town. Get on out of town. Have you seen that one town right uh, real close to like El Paso or something where they just arrest every fucking like every musician oh, yeah. who dr- is driving through like oh, that's right, where Snoop weed, Dogg right? got yeah. caught Did Nelly get is that where Nelly ha- happened Nelly got caught there they had like fucking Celine tons Dion of uh, yeah yeah uh, Snoop Dogg Willie Nelson I don't know anyway that town. How it, many people just in like just buses, just RVs? Well, you know what? It's bus. probably at that. Che- there's a checkpoint right when after you get into Texas. Yeah, it's like right where you your, get they in. Search everything. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, I'm trying to think of where that is. Maybe like Fort. Ostensibly, like an Alpine agriculture or checkpoint or something, um, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. Hold uh, all right. But, while but, we're- but not like in here, you know, where it's like, don't bring an orange in here. I mean, they throw, they have like yeah. cops and they they wow. look in your car. And this one time I was driving I, there and this guy wow. was like, where are you from? And I was like, well, originally from here. And he's like, why do you have a map then? You know, like, trying, trying to like trick me. High why is there a map in the back seat? And I was just like, oh, OK, Sherlock. I haven't been here in a while. You know. I think you're better than me with your maps. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah, you from hey, here? Hey, Magellan. Sierra Blanca. That's where what? the town is. Sierra Blanca. Yeah. That's the primary right outside industry El, of the El city. Paso. The White Sierra. Ironically named. Um, all right. Hold on. I'm, we're going to do... I think after experiment we're comes... We're going to do a character. No, we're going to do a character of uh, your Chip, your Snoop Dogg, and uh, okay. I'm, the, I'm the bus driver, and I'm just like, hey, uh, we're coming up to Sierra Blanca, Snoop. I uh, kind of got a lot of checkpoints. You got any weed on you? Yeah. No, I smoked all that shit. You're sure? Because we're going to get searched. That's all of it, except for all of this. Cut, yeah, exactly. Cut to 20 minutes later. Snoop, you had eight pounds on you. Uh, all right. Did you see, though, that Nelly's tour bus <laughs> Pretty good literally... For, I like both those. of our parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how his bus driver is just me. Like, I'm the guy that's going to be Snoop Dogg's bus you driver. Kinda make it, it's kind of like making yeah. him do the heavy lifting character-wise if you're just no, the bus Snoop driver. Yeah, I got a lot of... I can't, I can't yeah. even do it's, it's really like, Yeah, I got a lot of pot. If you are Snoop Dogg, then like every cop just has probable cause. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally. They're just totally. like, well, you're Snoop I've seen Dogg. a picture just, of you. you. Have all yeah. of your, <laughs> I've listened to your music. 
And I'm just going to search you. Calvin? Um, <laughs> Mr. Broadus? Yeah, they uh, see him But coming. I was going to say, Nelly, Nelly, when he was pulled over there, his tour bus had 10, 10 pounds of pot on it. Yeah. Ten, wow. 10 pounds. That's like 2000 era Nelly pot. That's, uh, but I can't even that, believe that I mean, he denied any knowledge of it. I'm like, how would you not see? I mean, that's your tour managers doing hammer curls with green bricks throughout the, wow. like, you don't notice well, 10 pounds. Of, did his tour manager have to walk 500 miles? Yeah. After that? <laughs> that's where it is. There I want this go. coming back all time. <laughs> save it somehow. Uh, there you go. <laughs> all right. Chip, largest explosion you have ever been a part of? Fireworks, bombs, whatever. Oh uh, well, I don't. Know. It might not count, but when I was a kid, uh, we we were setting off fireworks. My family was on the Fourth of July, and uh, it started this whole like field on fire, and everybody had to run out Ugh. and put it out. I remember like ten adults, you know, trying to put out a fire. Yeah, that's with crazy. Blankets and stuff, but it, it wasn't an explosion per se. I don't think I've ever seen an well, explosion. You started a big fire, so that's that counts. I saw a guy get lit on fire last night. What? Yeah, what? Where? there was this big ass party. It's a hell um, of a costume. No, and there was they just had those like little uh, tiki torches, uh-huh. and like one of them was way. T- it was like right next to the keg, and I like I bl- I blew it out because I bumped into it. I was like, "What? This fire shouldn't be here!" So I blew it out. Somebody lit it back on, and then I saw, like just saw some dude's arm on fire. Just like ah! I was like, "Oh my god! I try, I told you this is the fucking the worst <laughs> oh place god. to have flames." Oh. Uh, it was just very small, but it was real funny to me because I was like, "I called that that, that was going to happen." Also, I went as a creep Burning man for Halloween. And I was dropping Skittles in people's drinks all night. I tell you, you're either on board with that or you get fucking mad about that. Like, yeah. people were upset with me. Really? But yeah, yeah. I'll, you're forgetting to mention that you were, I mean, I'm basing this on Friday alone. I didn't see last night, but like, you were either drunk or very in character. Like, you didn't break. Like, when oh, someone no. asks you, what did you just put in my drink? You don't. I wouldn't tell them, You just yeah. keep walking. I, I would, you just I would put just something at someone's drink, then keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great commitment, but yeah, also... Be, yeah, you're yeah like, what is that? I go, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll see but you no, later. I, I'm actually drinking this, and I want to know what you just put in it. I was yeah, smelling I girls' hair. I was being real in character. <laughs> just dropping Skittle. Oh. <laughs> people get I grumpy. don't get why, just because I did a great job of portraying a creep, that people didn't like having me around. Like, yeah. what's so... <laughs> I'm staying in character. Uh, all right. I like that. You killed it, Chip. Way to go. Why? Yeah, it was a great, great quiz. It was a great, great Thank you. Quiz. That's Brooks' really, invention. Uh, Andy, do you got any... My do you got fuzzy any, knowledge of any, any sci- basic I, I, science. I do have some science stories. Um, I, I don't know if you guys are environmentalists. Chip, do you care much about what happens to this planet of ours, this big green... Oh, we got to... Sure, as long as I'm on it. Wait, we got to keep going. I got to keep my... One doesn't count. Just litter. <laughs> You're just one person. You can't fuck up the earth. One doesn't count. One doesn't... I'm doing a big don't this. vote campaign. It's going uh-huh. great. People are on board. I, I realize what I should have brought up the last time we talked about voting and why you should or not isn't even the presidential race, but what about all the propositions, the measures, the local things? No. I vote no on Just every no proposition everything. without even um, investigating them because I hate, quo. I hate quo. the commercials. I can't <laughs> stand it. Vote. I'm a teacher, and I'm voting yes on Prop 32 because it gives us more pencils. <laughs> then the next commercial, but I'm a teacher. I'm voting no on Prop 32. We have because enough we get less pencils. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like what the. So that's why I usually do just vote no to all propositions because yeah. they're, to get on the ballot, you got to have like a billions of dollars. 
You know, it's people who have a lot of money trying to promote their own agenda yeah. of stuff where you go, what? I, mean, I don't understand the well, whole proposition. like in other states, you just have lawmakers who do shit or they don't do shit. Well, but here that, we have to have like a bunch of extra propositions isn't that what California to get is stuff done. struggling financially? Because like anyone in California can introduce a proposition, which I think on paper is a cool idea. Uh, you could just be like some dude working at Subway and be like, hey, I got a cool idea. But uh, <laughs> ah, you don't have to like. That's how $5 footlongs came about. Yeah. <laughs> right. Prop 35. I can get behind year, yeah. that one. Right. Oh, yes, um, on that. But, but then it's like those ideas still affect the budget. And you're not like an expert at the budget. You're just some dude at Subway. So somehow, right. like your idea yeah. goes viral or however bills work. And, you, you know, and then everybody... <laughs> you put it on the internet. <laughs> right. And and people go, let's make that a proposition. Everybody's on board, and then uh, <laughs> everyone says there's a... Now there's a squirrel on jet skis proposition, <laughs> and you don't realize it's going to, like, ruin the budget. Well, I'd vote I mean, yes maybe on squirrel on jet ski. Yes. Well, but That's not, a yes vote. But you're not reading the fine. But, like, do kids who, who, who grow up here learn about the propositions the way, you know, in Texas or something, we learn about the legislation and how they pass laws and all that. But here, I don't know, you know, I like... I don't think that, that was the propositions... Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't grow up here, but in Michigan, they have them I don't in Michigan. anything in civics. Well, class everyone has a like year that. of state history in public school. What? Is we didn't a have national a year. Yeah, Is that really a thing? We just learned about Iowa growing up. And you then, had a year where that was history class. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone we gets too. maybe in elementary school, school junior elementary high or middle. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I know well, a lot we're dumber in Texas, so it was junior high. I had it in like fourth grade. That was North Carolina state history, and then I had Tennessee history again when I moved to Tennessee. You learned a little bit about Roanoke. Uh, I guess, man. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm into the Roanoke. Wait, you know, it's in Virginia. I was going to say, oh, Roanoke's in Virginia. Are those places? That's like 500 mile walk away. Listen, but oh, you still, oh fucking, I love it. <laughs> it's going to keep bringing it, but you still learn about it. You know, little Roanoke action. What do you know. know about Roanoke? Croatown. I've always wanted to. I've always wondered if like there were people who were. That's where they think they went. No, that's the word that was written. That's the only thing they found. I thought that they wrote Roanoke. No, they wrote Croatone. What it was, was that? in Roanoke. No one knows what Croatone means. in creosote. That's why it's a huge mystery. Man, that is such a mystery. Isn't? But I, I wonder if there were like really, really early uh, conspiracy theorists. Sure. Like, Roanoke was an inside job. They got like oh, a pamphlet yeah. they're printing <laughs> out. Exactly. Google Island Tea 7. Party. <laughs> the actual tea party itself. <laughs> Dude, It's an okay. inside job. This is crazy. I read this uh, oh, this week yesterday. I had to like get up and go tell my roommates about it because that was so cool. Uh, so you, the degree symbol, right? That is a hieroglyphic from uh, Egypt that we still use. That it means the sun. Oh wow! Uh, and in Egypt, they had they, back like you know four thousand years ago or whatever. Their um, their uh, year was three hundred and sixty days. Okay. So to write one year, they would do three hundred and sixty, and then the sun. So 360 uh, Sundays, okay. which also is 360 degrees in a circle. So oh, it means like right. one full cycle. That's how we get 360 degrees. Right. Pretty fucking cool. Still using hieroglyphics oh. today. Yeah. I think that's neat. Yeah. I never even thought about degrees and degrees being related. Yeah, because it's a I cycle. I mean, degrees, ang- the, angular and, and temperature. Earth. Yeah. Well, huh. I mean, a year. Because then they would just, their seasons would get all fucked and they would be like, all right, this month doesn't count. Like they would just have yeah. to do like months wow. off to get back. I feel like there's not or... seasons in Egypt the way that we don't really yeah, have seasons here. Well, it's here all flood. It's, it's all based on the flood. It's in the same kind of yeah. It's just uh, when does the Nile climate When's... zone? Um, yeah, that's real nuts. Speaking of that, the Nile that... degrees. I like it. I bet this could get it's us into some sort South of Central. climatology 
talk. Hieroglyphics indeed. reminds me um, of the fact that we're using new technology to help crack the oldest undeciphered writing system. Researchers from the University of Oxford and University of Southampton, Southampton have developed a reflectance transformation imaging system for ancient documentary, documentary artifacts. And uh, they're using some interesting technology to analyze these old uh, forms of this language they haven't yet deciphered to try to find every nuance of the writing. Um, let's see. Uh, and actually, you can see a lot of these images on the CUNYiform Digital Library Initiative website. They've made it all available to the public. But, um, Very popular um, website. Extremely. That's like, it's like Reddit and then that. Uh, among the documents are manuscripts written in the so-called Proto-Elamite writing system that was used in ancient Iran from 3200 to 3000 BC, and which is the oldest undeciphered writing system currently known. And by viewing high-quality um, images of these documents and by sharing them with the community of scholars around the world, the Oxford team hopes they can crack this code once and for all. And the cool thing about how they're doing it is they have this dome set up over the documents where they have one camera at the top of the dome and then 76 lights spread all throughout and they take one picture at a time with each of the lights illuminated, and then they composite all 76 pictures back together so that the researchers can wow. then use these high-quality images and pull the light over all parts of the paper and then bring out every little subtlety of all the writing in it. Because if you just look at it with oh a naked guy, you can't figure out enough of... Like, if it were English, you couldn't see the difference between, like, an I and a T, maybe. Just little subtleties of language. So they have this huge... looks like almost the, like an inverse of a motion capture suit. But a it's document for, dome. Document about dome. about a doc dome. Yeah. Yeah. Take pictures of this ancient uh, writing system we don't yet have uncracked. But you can look at pictures of this on on that uh, cuneiform digital initiative, digital library initiative site. That's just That's a very cool. elaborate way to keep annoying the British working class and thinking they're less than scientists at Oxford. So. <laughs> just to I'm keep not going to go on bus to go down and look at hieroglyphic. <laughs> My mom's in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I like, want to hear more Liver- of this guy. Liver- yeah. yeah, do this guy. Liverpool more. playing the do. <laughs> yeah. Soccer hooligans getting strong opinions about cuneiform or whatever it is, the proto elamite language system. So, uh, this was this just a written system? I mean, they're never going to figure out what it sounded like. I well, I guess they, they wouldn't know that, but they don't even know what they don't even know what it means. Like there hasn't been you know a Rosetta Stone ish. Um, Thing that's you, helped them. You know what I always wonder is, you know how they say like twins develop their own language sometimes, uh-huh. or like uh, sometimes real real people that are really out there um, will like they'll just write their own alphabets and stuff like that. And I always wonder if we find something like that. I mean, we will assume that was the whole culture. Oh, I see. And it could just be one yeah. one crazy person. one crazy person yeah. wrote this. You know, it turns out everyone else was already writing like Cyrillic or whatever. Yeah, right. And, and this person, you're talking about Skrillex? Skrillex? <laughs> Well, they, they tell you Everybody a little bit more. else was already shaving their head on Dude, one side. I, I sat behind Skrillex on a plane a few weeks ago, and I like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, text, I texted my friend. I'm like, I sat, I'm sat, i sitting by Skrillex. He's Skrillex. like, oh, really? I don't like that. Windows, Windows is not cool, guys. Quit making it cool with the fucking commercials. <laughs> Check out how cool Windows is. <laughs> We're the dubstep <laughs> operating system. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, man. Look how fun Windows is. <laughs> the thing that my, that my grandparents use because they don't know any better. 
Uh, Internet Explorer is the only browser that lets you listen to Skrillex. I love when I open it up, it takes me to MSN.com. <laughs> That's where I do all my online things. Want to find out so the hottest was, new Skrillex tracks? Just bing it. Yeah, bing, bing it. Was Skrillex uh, writing just in a notebook? He, he doesn't have a computer. That's the irony. Does he not? I don't have a laptop. Uh, I don't, I, I <laughs> I don't, don't know. know. Like when he travels. He no, just I told, like, it's, writes it's on a notebook. Unplugged, unplugged like, dubstep. Just like, I yeah. texted my friend. He's just writing down. Broom, 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 broom. <laughs> Make it like yeah. my next jam. Uh, I texted my friend. I texted Barry Rothbard. I'm like, I'm sitting. I'm, I'm, uh, Skrillex is on the plane. He goes, How do you know it's him? I go, Have you ever seen a picture of Skrillex? It's pretty easy to spot. Yeah, it can't really be. Yeah, it can only be like a girl that works at Starbucks. Yeah, or Skrillex hide her hairstyle. Yeah, during the day. One of those or, two. It's either uh, Skrillex or a hip chick. Like, I don't know. Or like. A char- like a background character from a Matrix sequel, Ooh. or something. Uh, that could be. That could be. Good call. Speaking of brothers or that a aren't brothers, background character from Cloud Atlas. Speaking of brothers that aren't brothers anymore, the Wachowski yes. siblings. Yes, yeah. Lana. Right? Yeah. She, uh, she went Larry to Lana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, is that what happened there? Wait. I think. Yeah. I don't okay. know if she has a. You got to get some context. Like a working vagina. You, okay. The, the, the brothers who directed like the a, Matrix trilogy. Transgender. Is she a transgender? Or did she get a vagina? I think she got a vagina. Yeah. Whoa. So right the, the Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski siblings. So someone's Larry. Her, someone's meeting her on Craigslist right now. <laughs> Is that a requirement? Once you have a procedure, <laughs> you have to go on Craigslist. Yeah, I think yeah. you have to. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So the doctor, as part of the procedure, they're like fill out your profile. How else she going to meet? You got to know someone's into it first. I mean, because that's just a you can't shocker. Just spring that on somebody. Well, first yeah. of all, if you directed the t- one of the highest grossing movie franchises in the history of the medium, like you're not exactly like a low profile. You're not going to meet somebody anonymously, and they're going to be like, "What else?" I don't know. You th- I've heard of, I've heard stories. Really? Oh, this is also a gossip podcast. I want to hear people some meeting people that are high profile. That you must have a couple. You can tell us, huh? No, I mean they're not <laughs> as exciting Dish. as like Dish. you know, uh, male to female uh, genitalia. Give us but one. Just give like, us one. Right, just Bradley like Cooper story. Someone I know that you know um, went. Uh, two guys that I know that went over to an apartment in the early days of AOL to meet a guy that you know that they messed around with, and it was uh, someone who's married to someone who's very famous that just tried to put out a new album. Apparently, their relationship is in trouble. I've heard lately. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise me from the basis of this story that happened you know, he, 14 did, years ago. Did your friend Jesse AOL. Emilio Estevez? Uh, no, good guess. Cue, cue the Probably Science Blind Items theme song. Do we have that? Blind items. Blind items. I like that. That's fun. But she... You know, she just they just tr- put out a new album, and uh, she had had a very successful solo career, and then, you know, coming back to the group hasn't seemed that profitable, really, like, no mm. buzz with their new stuff that they've just put out. Mm. I really wonder. Down there in Orange County. Now, <laughs> oh, I, I, I wow. just gave it away with that, I would think. Nice. No? I got it. Did listeners, I give it away? Did you get it? as far as we'll no. go. I got it. I'm into it's it. It's up to you, listeners, to fill in those... Gwen Stefani. Small blacks. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Here's, well, the, next, was, here's the next. Okay. This is a fucking cool topic. This is uh, this kid from MIT won, uh, like they had a big, um, how, how will we stop asteroids from hitting Earth 
um, contest. Contest. The yearly MIT yes. Top Asteroids from Hitting Earth contest. Right. And this guy won by uh, shooting paintballs at an asteroid. For real. This is okay. basically what's going to happen. Um, uh, okay. So spacecraft would fire two rounds of pellets full of white paint powder at an asteroid to cover as much of the rock surface as possible. Um, it won the... 2012 Move an Asteroid Technical Paper Competition. <laughs> wow. Sponsored by the United Nations Space General Advisory Council. And, and Red Bull. And, Col- yeah. and, Red, and Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> Felix, actually, my goal was just to shoot Felix Baumgartner at it. Like, right. Red Bull would sponsor it. Uh, okay. The initial force from the paintballs would nudge the asteroid slightly off course, uh, and the pale paint job resulting from the sp- Splattered pellets would more than double the space rock's sunlight reflectivity. More photons bouncing off the asteroid surface would enhance solar radiation pressure and bump it further off course. So you just got to barely nudge it to get it off course. Right. I thought they had spare time at Oxford. That's yeah. Yeah. that's just going to upset Boston townies. Yeah. So this is assuming we have enough time that we only have to change the path of this thing ever so slightly, right? Yeah. So really at that point, th- that sun, that solar radiation is going to be such a minute change. I just can't believe that that wouldn't be... At that point, just fucking nudging it would start it off course a little bit. Just, like, hit something that's not even that... Just just a space shuttle with a big broomstick on the front. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, fine. It's I like all the about scale. Idea. It's wow. all about... Like, if it's, if it's close enough, then that even that, having that paint... Having, like, there's no way that the solar sail effect is going to be blowing it way off course unless it's super far away i would think but okay i like Y'all, it i still like it it's it's innovative it's god outside the box god is up there and he could just do that with his pinky okay pinky. or even like just thinking about it <laughs> So y'all need to stop reading these stories that are about messing with God. <laughs> Listen, but this is a science podcast. We're just trying to enlighten people. They don't have to believe it. Well, I, f- well, I should hope they don't. Okay, I, like I feel it. like whoever gives the gives the award probably knows more about it than us, though. You know, that's probably like true. how much do you? Well, I mean, let's figure this out. If you nudged it off course by like, let's let's say you're dealing with an asteroid that's the size of Texas. Let's go deep impact. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, size of Texas is going to ruin everything. This yeah. asteroid loves high school football too. Yes, yeah, yes. does not of like course. being messed with. Exactly. This true. asteroid, yeah. you can still smoke in this asteroid's waffle houses. Oh, that's great. And uh, this asteroid is um, so. Let's say it's like two thousand. I don't know. Let's Light say it's years. What I, are you talking? <laughs> no. I'm just trying to figure out the actual amount of off courseness. Right. Like if you knock something a foot off course, that's the size of Texas, but it's as far away as the moon. It's not going to hit Earth. Well, it depends on how. What do you mean? Uh, knock it off? If it's just, uh, I'm tired. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to trust. How this. good are these the paintball guns? I'm really just letting Jesse go off on this one. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. listening. No, I'm saying let's say something's as far away as the moon. Okay, it's coming towards Earth. That's pretty close. It's pretty close. That's, pretty That's close. like a week moon, away. The moon is about, I think it's about like 25 Earths away from the Earth. Okay. So, but I'm just, I'm just talking about just the pure, I mean, it's like light rays, right? Like the, you knock it off course, and then obviously it gets further off course the further. Yeah. Okay. So, right, I mean, how right. much? You would only have to knock it like six inches off course. Exactly. But for it to completely far enough out. Yeah. Well, it would be good. Maybe. I don't think yeah. it would have to be that far away. I'm saying like asteroids aren't that what are the, big. Is that on the comments page on this article you're reading? I've though? already required literally like some it. rocket science uh, to call. figure out the good path. Call. I just don't yeah. think asteroids are that big. I mean, above that, they're, you know, planetary bodies or something. Yeah. They're just. Well, I'll give it to the kid. Why am I arguing? Give it to the yeah, kid. The experts know. That's the what I'm saying. Let the kid have it. Let the kid have it. 
And it would be like it would have to be um, murder him. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be a very dark or very light color to be most effective. Light, light, because you want it would reflect to it off, off, and then it becomes yeah. like a sail with yeah. the solar radiation flying uh, off it. Uh, okay, uh, uh. it's like those. Uh, you ever seen those light bulbs that that have like a vacuum inside, and then they have uh, black on one side, white on the other side, diamonds. And if you shine a light on it, yes. the thing spins inside yeah, because one cool. of the sides oh. is like getting that effect of like the the sail Oof. sort of effect of. Where like, did you see this, Tommy Bartlett's robot world? <laughs> You never Spencer seen a, gifts. This is like totally like a, a impulse purchase at uh, yeah. Hands On Museum gift shop. Sure. Yeah. I feel. I just realized Skrillex just went into Spencer Gift like completely naked and, go, and just was like, you know what? This is where I'm going to make the transformation. <laughs> Nothing but Spencer Gifts items on my body from now on. Just lava lamps. <laughs> so we should just actually kind of like that. We should all go to Spencer Gifts with a hundred dollars. Boondock Saints a T-shirt. Hundred dollars each. <laughs> is it still around, Spencer Gifts? Yeah, oh yeah. There's a couple Spencer Gifts. Yeah, dude. Teenage lesbians Dude. need to shop somewhere. Oz, besides Tor- Oz besides needs, Torrid? Oz <laughs> needs some competition. Uh, so they got to have Spencer Gifts. No one has a gift monopoly. I guess yeah. Hot Topic, but then you got Spencer Gifts. And- Dude, I want to go into Spencer Gifts and, and give everybody 100 bucks, and then you got to b- build a wardrobe, and then we'll go do then a fashion show. show. Then yeah, then we'll do stand-up that night as Spencer. It's called Spencer Gifts Presents. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be real fun. You just talk about what all you bought at Spencer Wait, Gifts. Even, even better. Just so get, many dildos. Just get Spencer's <laughs> Gifts to, to sponsor a comedy tour. And like every night in the new town, you have to go outfit yourself again. But I like only want to do this once. Oh, okay. This is a one and done. <laughs> one deal. Dude, I can hide all my money in this totally inconspicuous aerosol deodorant can <laughs> yeah, exactly. like everybody uses. If you want to spray. Left guard. If you want to spray your shirt with Doc. Documents. Right, right. Such a good Hedberg joke. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of aerosol, do you guys use any aerosol products anymore? Do you have any like uh, hair product that requires spraying? Brilliant or, uh, segue, no. Andy. Brilliant Thank segue. You. Uh-huh. I'm doing new stuff with the hair. I got I got a haircut from my roommate. You're looking adult right now. I look like an adult now. Yeah, yeah. I shaved with my beard and I got a haircut. Respect. Uh, roommate was just like, I want to cut your hair. I go perfect. Go well. I said, Can you cut my hair? And she, I was like, I just want to trim. And she goes, Nah, you don't. And then she did this. Uh, it's good. You like Wait, it, though, now that you did it, right? I like, like it a lot. Yeah. You, you don't gonna, live here, Brooks? You don't, I know no, you live I live in a um, power violence house. It's like a it's man. A, it's, I've a heard man of it's a man. I've heard of them. It's power a man on the hill. You should do their show. It's great. I've heard are they like they're like sketch group or something? Uh, they're just, just no, they're, like, they're kind of like punk rock kids. Like they, that run a comedy show. They run a comedy show. I feel like show. I'm so out of it. Actually, their band so. played at, at your party the other night. They were good. I yeah, they're really Really pleasantly surprised. That was great. Yeah. They're they're definitely right. a crew. Yeah, that's cool. My roommates. We live in this I like giant that, house. A collective. Fun. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, Los Feliz Hills. Ah. I found out Flea for the Chili Pepper for mm. Flea's birthday for his fiftieth birthday. He's the only Flea, by the way. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have to. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so <laughs> he uh, Flea Johnstone. Wait, you know. uh, Skrillex Weisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. No, he uh, for for his fiftieth birthday. He's like my neighbor. He the Chili Peppers played in the backyard. Just for really, just they'd put on a little like eight set show for Flea's fifty. Did your birthday. tattoos get That's you in the cool. party for free? It's like it's kind of like uh, Harry Potter. Like my tattoo really glows when uh, <laughs> right. Flea is near. <laughs> you know, kind of like a Death Eater stamp. Like I'm like, oh, feel Flea near me, <laughs> right? Uh, my right. chili peppers. Babe. Did all the neighbors yell old stuff? <laughs> uh, do the do your old stuff. No, I didn't. George Clinton, the edgy George Clinton. Higher stuff ground color. Early on, yeah, I saw them for five dollars. That's how old I am. I wow. saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers for $5 with Faith No More were the openers. In nice. Tejas? In Tejas. Dude, there was a tour. In 1987. Yeah. Well, oh, they, they met Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Met Hillel Slovak R.I.P. 
Oh. Really enjoyed the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I to me they didn't $5. really become a bad idea until about four or five years ago. Yeah, no, I love most the chili people were not going to hang with them. Well, now it's like forty dollars. Let's just say they don't give it away now. Uh, uh, you walked five hundred miles 500, for that joke. Yeah, I did. I walked five hundred miles for that punchline. Uh, um, yeah, that's great. I uh, there was a tour I, that where it was. Uh, um, Pearl Jam opened the Nirvana, then Chili Peppers for a little bit in 91. That would oh, be the yeah. greatest for me. I'd be like, what? That's a good bill. That was, uh, was it, were, were the both of them on the first Lollapalooza? I think, I know Pearl Jam was. Oh, yeah, I don't think Nirvana was. They might have been. Oh, okay. I think it was around Around 91. that time, I saw BC Boys, uh, Cypress Hill featuring L7 opening. That was a good show. That is a good show. Good show. That's a good, when people were eclectic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We were now, just talking. Now I don't think you're going to get, uh, you know, Frank Ocean and Taylor Swift on the same bill. Well, we were you just know, talking. Th- things were a little, even though on the internet, it, it's very segmented on the internet. Yeah, you know, on that, and and back then it was very, you know, everybody loved each other, and it was a better world, and everybody was all inclusive, <laughs> and there was no. Uh, rape wars or poverty, but now <laughs> back in the nineties, that's this heyday. Of, yeah, back in the nineties, we yeah. were just Justin and I were just talking about. Uh, I think you and I were talking about this Wu Tang Clan concert that was partnered up with. Um, who was the other band? In the, in the hopes the fan base would overlap. I guess Rage Against the Machine and Wu Tang. Wasn't I talking about this with you? No, I I know that they toured together, and it was just like uh, two ships passing in the night. Like in uh-huh. come the white people, out go the black people. In between oh, acts, it was not God. at all the intended effect wow. of like let's get really? these audiences together. Oh man, I saw Rage Against the Machine at Lollapalooza in Chicago, like in 2008, like when they first, when they came back, like it was like their third show back, and uh, before them, Lupe Fiasco played, and it was just a complete Rage Against the Machine crowd, like uh-huh. it was just there. But he huh. killed it, and everyone yeah. like turned turned everybody to be like, dude, that was fucking awesome. It also doesn't hurt that he opened with a song about how much he loves Chicago, and it's the greatest oh. city in the world. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, really captured the audience. I was like, I never had seen a uh, rap. What are they called? Rap? A rap show? Yeah. I'd never seen a rap show before that. A rap, a rap recital? Hip hopping? What was the uh, a rap recital? Those hip hoppers. It was. It was great. It was really good. Uh, but that stinks. That I never understood for the longest time until I was like li- lived in Chicago for a little bit why Kanye West never mentioned the East Side, and then I just realized, oh, it's a lake. Oh, there's no East <laughs> there's Side. It's no. all North South. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. Uh, like they can even get a west side in there, but east side, you're not going to hear. Yeah. You know, east, west, it's north, south, water. doesn't matter water. as much as up. Up is what matters to me. This is my third uh, pass here, my third attempt at a segue into this story. All right, go for it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the earlier ones were about environmentalism and about aerosols. Uh, but anyhow, uh, the ozone hole. You guys, I haven't heard much about it recently. Have any of you guys? Not a lot of ozone talk. No one's right been now. talking about the ozone. Maybe it's because the ozone hole is the smallest it's been in decades right now. We're fixing shit. The ozone hole's oh, getting patched up. Oh, no, it ain't. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Maybe it's from all the bunnies in Australia. It could right. be from that. Right. Isn't it over Australia? Them in there. Isn't that the ozone hole? Um, it's over Antarctica. Yes. But there's good news. The, the seasonal hole in the ozone layer above the continent, Antarctica, uh, reached its smallest maximum extent and second smallest average in 20 years thanks to warm air temperatures. And um, I think that's probably the one of the only positive side effects of global warming. I didn't know that that was correlated, but... Um, wow. Each September and October, the ozone layer, which obviously shields Earth from UV radiation from the sun, it thins over the South Pole. And on September 22nd, the ozone hole grew to its biggest seasonal size, 21.2 million square kilometers, which is uh, an area slightly larger, slightly smaller than North America. So but that, like, even though it's huge, it's still wow. the smallest ozone hole has been at its annual maximum since 1990. It's tight up there. Oh, it's, so it's, it's like, it's like vaginal rejuvenation for so the ozone hole. It's the smallest since 1990. 
Right, but is that that's when they started measuring a the ozone while. hole? Um, I'm not sure about that. Let's see. Um, they put the well, average yeah, size yeah. of this at 17.7 million square kilometers, which is the smallest average size since 2002. Um, so yeah, so they're saying that reactions from um, reactions with chlorine from human-made chlorofluorocarbon gas, which such as things that are in aerosols, are largely responsible for destroying the ozone layer. Um, frigid temperatures help promote this destruction, but natural weather fluctuations led to warmer Antarctic temperatures this year, which limited the damage, said um, NASA and NOAA scientists. So maybe it's not actually something we're doing right, but either way, that was a big right. topic, I feel like. Back in was, high school, yeah. that was all well, anybody was talking about. Well, in the 90s, huge, yeah. you know, yeah. If you're a comic During in the George, 90s. George Bush, the uh, the senior, he, he, cared was, about he was more, uh, no, no, he was more concerned with foreign policy. At that time. He had some great foreign policy <laughs> ideas. he was a foreign policy guy. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Then China. people, were, you know, it was all about the Berlin Wall and all that. Then you know, stuff that right. he, it's amazing he was, that you know, um, peripherally. He was present, involved in present a lot for, of stuff, if not responsible like, for. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's back when we were trying to get in the bed with China and all that. We see how that's worked out. It's great, perfectly but, um, well. It's it's so weird to me how like our uh, we just think of our sort of maybe the last fifty fifty or sixty years as being modern. Uh, presidential issues, debate issues, foreign policy and things like that. It's like post-World Wars, right? But, like, I feel like the issues were totally different before that. Like, you know, if, like... Yeah, pe- I mean, before would, Kennedy, definitely. I mean, you know... People would like, debate about, like, what to do with the Ottoman Empire and stuff. Or, like, <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, because that was a thing, right? Or, or, but I don't really know much about the history of campaigns. I don't really know what how how, well, the, how much the public was involved in... Oh, they would debate well, there was because the paper. There and, wasn't you know. that much, you know, until... I mean, before the arms race and everything, there wasn't much of a need to, for foreign... You know, I mean, uh, obviously, like, before World War II, there wasn't much of yeah, a need for... Yeah, a lot for, of it was domestic. Yeah. Right, but even no, that... There's I, no need for foreign policy. I'll admit no, that I'm... isolationism. I don't know much way. about... I, I, history is not my strong suit, which is why... By the way, there has been a call. People are interested in the, in the possibility of a spinoff, probably history, that you've talked about. I've talked Ooh. about it on the podcast, and people put in the I, that I, I've, It's come up somehow, and people like the idea, so maybe we should run with I've that. I shouldn't be involved because of, I'm Of course you should. I feel like a probably inept. history would be a great podcast. It'd be a great companion piece. It's interesting. You know I would so love much to about science, history. but not... I love history. But I was going to say, I, I, don't, I don't know now, much how do you, about... How do you have a history lapse is interesting to me. It just didn't happen. science have, is so much harder to get a grasp on than history. I, I disagree. See, I think that science, the sciences that I like are ones that you can, even if you're not actually, uh, like, in theory, you could show up for a physics test having not studied, and if you're smart enough, you could derive everything in that, in that setting. In the room, you uh-huh. could derive from a few fundamental principles, you could derive everything you need to know. Like, it helps okay. if you know the steps in between yeah. so you can just use the formulas but like it's all things that that are universal that make sense Interesting. as opposed to history or the life sciences but to which me, are history just is so just much... like shit that happened and you knew it happened and with science right, but it's you like have to why know and how does shit happen you know but <laughs> with is, some with some harder. sciences uh. like that's why i was horrible i wouldn't want to do like organic chemistry or life sciences because so much of that is just memorization and if you uh-huh. don't know the facts if you haven't memorized everything you can't derive it in the setting of the test or whatever, but like with physics, right. with the stuff that I love with math, if you are, are sharp enough, I'm not saying that I am, but there have been times when I'm like, oh, I didn't remember this exact formula, but I can derive it now as I'm using it on this test. Like everything, it just makes sense. It doesn't require you to just well, you have, can, you it's can knowledge. History. No, you can't derive history. Sure you if you don't know. The way, we're, the way we're taught history is awful, I think, in, in American sort of public schools. Yeah. You know, it's, it is memorization. What do you mean? Just show us the movie Roots? 
That's a bad way to teach history. And then extrapolate uh, Remember, a couple hundred did years you from watch that? Roots? Yeah. Remember All of Roots. Of dates? All 30 hours of Roots to a fifth safe. grader. But, but his, Talk about feeling bad about being exciting. white, man. <laughs> just fucking 10-year-old feel like a worse person in the world. Like, oh, man, white people suck. Oh, man, real so, awful. So, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, continue. No, though, go, I, I want to hear this theory about how history could be just extrapolated. Of, well, of course. It, the whole thing's a butterfly effect, and I feel like that's how it should be taught. Uh-huh. Because Kids it, should have to watch Butterfly Effect? Yes. Um, instead <laughs> well, of Root. Two. Butterfly Effect it's, 2. It's shorter. Oh, okay. The sequel. Um, I, well, I mean, the whole thing. If, like, if you understand that the, the Huns tried to hit the Great Wall and couldn't and went west, you know, you can extrapolate what happened between that and the Visigoths attacking Rome. Right. That's awesome. Maybe. I'm saying they went west, so obviously they bumped into that, and that bumped into that, and then Rome fell, and then the Dark Ages. Like, the whole thing is this, it's just this crazy thing that happens because some, some guy was do pissed we, off one day. Do we talk about it's how like, the... That's amazing to me. Right. We, we talked about how the and Dark it's Ages... it's harder to me with, like, science, like, how do you, what makes up a spear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's, that's, right. It's harder. We talked about how the Dark Ages came from the plague, right? I think we've mentioned it, maybe, because the plague knocks... The plague knocked everybody back. They didn't, they didn't come from the plague. The Dude. Dark Ages were during the plague. No, the Dark Ages like helped click the it. Plague was the plague during. like kicked off the Dark Ages like right after the fall of Rome. Like it just threw everything back like two hundred. Absolutely not true. Mm, I read it in a book. Absolutely not true. The plague. The plague was so far into the Dark Ages. Okay. Uh, the plague. The the Dark Ages was full effect when the plague happened. Oh, okay. All right. Um, the, yeah. It was it was thrown but back. Got, people did ride dinosaurs to work though, right? No, the Dark Ages oh, yeah. happened because it was Huns. It was like total savage people just took over Rome, but they didn't like learn before they killed everyone how the aqueducts worked, right? Or how like the language or the Senate or the government. They just, you know, I mean, it was like a growing thing. So until the Crusades, until antiquity, and people brought back like, oh, it turns out art isn't shitty. We can make like really lifelike sculptures like the Romans right. used to. Then everyone's like, oh, that's crazy. But I mean, yeah, it was it was an eight hundred year period of just illiteracy because. Idiot, like brute force, took over, man. Uh, intelligentsia, you know. I what like I mean? this. We should do just a one-off. We'll, we'll, we'll put out. We'll put out yeah. a probably history under probably, probably science. Let's banner. do. Let's do a pilot. A probably history pilot. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, we have to get back to uh, well, science. This, the, science. The way we got off of this tangent is kind of interesting to me because it also ties in with something we talked about in a recent episode about the failure of people to to believe in the concept of expertise. So it also comes into government because with all these measures and ballot, you know, initiatives, propositions, whatever you call them, uh, we, we're supposed to have this representative government, right? Like we were saying, we, we elect people who we think can make these informed decisions but so that the average person who doesn't have the time or intelligence maybe to adequately research a hundred sure. things sure. and cast it. Like if yeah. that's what you want to do, then just do it for everything. Like don't have representative democracy. Have true democracy. Have every single thing we want to change in our government be up to a general vote. Well, See I've, how that works out. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. be good. Well, I've, I've often thought this is that like uh, representational government is obsolete in a lot of ways. Really? Um, I think so. I, I think when it started in 1776, it was like a brilliant system. In like, Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> Pick up skins. <laughs> it, it's, see, he realized that he could have two turntables, but if he had the same record on each one. And they stole city power, and it started a movement during those block parties. But, but I feel like when that was happening... Um, no, I mean, how, okay, in 1776, there's no Pony Express that's not established yet. There's no electricity. There's no, obviously, internet or TV or anything. How do you have a national conversation? But there is all that stuff. It just wasn't discovered yet. Totally. 
But so like, okay, someone in Pennsylvania couldn't talk to someone from New York. That just couldn't happen. So you would have basically an avatar mm-hmm. in a room that did that for you. That's what the government is. It's our. It was our avatars before Skype was invented. Yeah. But like, we don't need that shit anymore. I don't need a middleman. I can just talk to a dude from New Hampshire. Like, it is right, important right. so that it's controlled and regulated, and there are experts. But the idea of just like the idea that new issues will come up that weren't voted on, like no one knew that George W. Bush would be a fucking monster if terrorists attacked. I mean, remember, do you, it was Social right. Security was like the big issue in, in 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's ridiculous and to me thought, that yeah. at, in this age of technology, we just throw mm-hmm. our shit to some people for four years. Yeah, like we don't. That's it's it's fucking obsolete, man. Like since the phone, it was obsolete. I like. I don't. But at the same time, having a true. But then, if everybody you have the internet, you could say that the phone is obsolete. You know what I'm saying? Because the internet does what well, the right. phone. What I'm the just phone talking about did. communication. You I'm talking about instant communication. Oh, okay. all right. Yeah. The ability to do that right, right. made the middleman a little bit obsolete. Right. And I think there's a better system out there somewhere. You guys can come up with that better. But system you know what, though, on, also on with probably, also probably with propositions, politics. but also with <laughs> the third harm. But look at this. But listen to this with the propositions that also gets in my craw is that you know the you know the thing about genetic food labeling or whatever. Okay, oh, so that them, yeah. so that proposition is funded by Coca Cola and you know big food Monsanto. companies, right? Right. But then the people who are who are funding the no say you know say I mean uh, right to know the 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 yes on that. So like the, the no yes the no mean, side is Coca Cola and this and that they don't yeah. want you to know what shit is right in your food yeah and then but the yes people who are the little guy is you know one of the guys is the guy from Stonyfield Farms you know that yogurt they have at Whole Foods and okay. all that kind of stuff but that's a company that made four hundred million dollars last year so it's just funny now that the little guy is somebody is the big guy you know is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still I mean huge. not saying that it's wrong you know that it that the guy's wrong for wanting no. to have food labeling but it's just like but it's just interesting that the big guy versus the little guy that is not the same as it used to be yeah and the whole idea of of organic branding that's i don't know i got it's like if at the end of mr smith goes to washington he just started reading letters from general mills and you know <laughs> yeah corporations that have written in to um all right we got here's the next story this one's kind of cool it's just right. about it's uh, just about how hermit crabs uh, the title is Hermit Crabs Are Animal Kingdom's Most Dickish Neighbors. It's basically just how Hermit Crab sees another Hermit Crab and he likes the shell. He rips the other person out and fucking takes it. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, because they don't run in. There's not a lot of crab shells in a crab in, in Hermit Crab environments. Right. Yeah. So when they see one, they're like, you must have new shell. Um, so they're growing. Yeah. They so what happens one, yeah. is it's crazy. So like when like three Hermit Crabs get together. I don't know how, but like other hermit crabs are like, oh, there's hermit crabs around here. It just fucking forms this huge frenzy where everybody trades up. It's like Skid Row, these hermits. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So what happens is uh, to kick off the trading process, only three hermit crabs need to be up, uh, need to meet up, which in turn attracts a dozen more crabs to the location. Um, The crabs actually organize themselves from smallest to largest in a sort of a crab conga line. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, this is like some ice storm Disney? shit. It's like yeah. a crab key party. Like yeah, everyone puts the their shells in. <laughs> so then the, fir- the crab gets out, kicks somebody out, that crab goes, kicks somebody else out, that crab goes, kicks somebody else out, and they all trade up until the crab that gets kicked out of the biggest shell has to go live in the smallest shell. And he's Ooh. just like, fuck. Wow. Definitely going to get eaten. It's the headline shell game. 
So is, is, is that, that story? No, none her, of these her, shells are so small they can't be lived in. It's just if you're in the smallest but, one, you're most vulnerable. It's I just think. Not the well, best I think situation. that they, they say usually the the one that ends up not with a shell that fits it dies. It's fucked. Uh, right, but why why does the biggest one still show up to the party? Why doesn't he show up and be like, I've got the biggest shell, I'm fucking out of here. I'm out of here. Here's Herman my crab theory. out. It's like he a, should walk five hundred miles away from that line. Sideways. Oh, no. If that doesn't button up the show, you guys, something's going wrong. We got. But you know what the crab? So that's the thing. But, but the, it's mis totally misnamed because if you're a real hermit crab, you'd be like, "Fuck it, I don't need a shell, man. I don't need any of you guys. I'm a hermit. Yeah, I don't I'm need going, nothing. I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna be the first crab that goes shellless. Watching a hermit crab a hermit. chain shells is pretty cool. Like I've seen it. I've, I've never I've, seen I've it. I've had hermit crabs. You have to, and you have to keep a few shells in there, you know, because they grow. Don't they do it at night? When they do it in the yeah. middle of the night, and you just hear some rustling, and I woke up once and saw it. I only saw it once. Or, saw were you asleep on the beach? Or? Uh, no, no, he I had, had one it, in his room. had it in my room. I like to hope oh, that okay. little yeah, kid Jesse bedazzled his hermit crab shells. No, no bedazzling. No uh, bedazzling? No decorating of the shells. I always thought that was weird, man. Just, I know it's weird. It's very weird. That. That's why I like to think of you doing it. It's fun. Just like nah, when people I'm dress, dressing up any pet. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure a hermit crab can't feel embarrassment. Probably lacks the frontal lobe or wherever the embarrassment is. But uh, um, I don't know. When people do weird <laughs> stuff to their pets, like you can see they're embarrassed. You can see dogs looking miserable. Yeah. With but their- it's, like, the hermit crab is the one time where I would say it's okay, though, because it's not even part of them. It's something else that they picked up. Like They chose, what if you pre-bedazzle it, then it chooses to move into it. It's like, okay, you chose your outfit. Like You wanted the one that, that says you uh, wanted, Taylor Swift yeah. forever. You wanted the disco. Yeah. yeah. yeah but disco you wouldn't shell. even stick those kooky eyes that move yeah, on your hermit no, crab. No, I put like nine eleven was an inside job on the back of the shelf. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> like, like a shitty parent that makes their toddler their billboard for their beliefs, you know, like people that put like political things on their... On the onesies of their kids. Oh, like, yeah, this kid yeah. doesn't know what you're, or like a cool right. band. Your yeah. kid doesn't oh, like yeah, the clash. Yeah. You're six yeah, when like, old. When, when, a, when like, it's like a baby with like a pro gay shirt, I'm like, maybe that's a hateful baby. Maybe yeah. that baby you doesn't. don't know if he likes gay people. Yeah. 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 That baby is going to vote no on Prop 8. You don't know. That's a hate baby. I do want to, I, I want whatever measure is going to make uh, labeling, hermit crab labeling as, as clear as possible. I want that measure to pass. Um, I'm sick of not knowing what's inside my hermit crabs. I need to know. W- wasn't it voting yes? Voting shells. yes on Prop 8 was the hateful? I don't know. Voting no. No, yeah, voting yes on Prop 8 That's was the, the hateful. That's the thing. I don't and plus, even when have you read the propositions, they're worded in oh, such a yeah, way where yeah. you're like, what the yeah. hell is Wait, this? Wait, which one lets about? dudes get married? Because it's fine. I don't care. That's no. That's it's, what was confusing about and it. Pe- yeah, people might have voted yes when they want to. No. Yeah. And they, they wrote it it's, that way, you know? It's, it's, it's do I not want guys to be able to get married? Yes? Wait. Hold on. Yeah, it would take two hours to vote. I don't know. Be, like working out statistics yes. yeah, and yeah. stuff in the ballot room. Get do out you, of the booth. Do you not want to make it unillegal for two homosexuals to like what? How many? Uh... All right, Jesse. Uh, sorry, uh, Andy. Yes. What do you got for the next topic? Uh, interestingly enough, I was going to talk about the hermit crabs also because we didn't plan this out ahead of time. No, and it's a real oh, easy story. What, it's a fun what website thing. Are you guys crawling? So you got to move uh, into his computer. Google News. I was on Science Daily for that one. Actually, I do like that story also because like, I think it's like a pyramid scheme where like that biggest hermit crab shows up just hoping that he can find... All he has to do is talk one guy bigger, into, into, in him, in, bigger than him into coming, and he's in the clear. It's like as long as you're not the bag holder with like a pyramid scheme or like a Ponzi scheme. Like if I can find one more investor below me, then like, I'm good. I got what, covered. I had do a crabs room. have a secret language like twins? That they, Probably. Because you're talking about well, talking we're in, have to make some talking sort of into. document dome. To figure out the crab. A hermit language. crab document dome. Okay, why do you have this? Uh, this is uh, astronomy. I don't know if that's a thing that you're interested in at all, Chip, but. Love it. The stars. Love it. You know, uh, I was realizing today, I haven't fucking seen the stars in so long. 
I mean, cities. They're hard to see out there. They're hard to see. Go down to Hollywood Boulevard, man. You just oh, there. Down there, man. I go down. I see Humphrey Engelbrecht. Oh man, Humphrey Engelbrecht. See some real great celebrities. Treasure of the Casa Madre. Like that was a great thing that he was in. I love the stars. No, I got kind of bummed because in Iowa you fucking see everything. Any meteor shower, boom, you got a great view. Actually, it's been pretty yeah, clear nothing. recently, though, with all this wind. Like, I've no, been, but it's I've all sh- it's still shit. It's still it's shit. Hard, it's still yeah, got the light pollution. Like but the sky's been pretty clear. Blanket of stars. But did you know that our galaxy? Well, I like to think of our galaxy as probably like a pretty nice, well-tempered galaxy. We're not assholes here. The Milky Way is a nice place, but uh, there's a stream of stars that's been slowly ingested by the Milky Way. Like this, our galaxy is eating up other stars and and smaller galaxies. Ah, the Twix galaxy. Cool. Yep. Yes. It's about um, time. Using the Sloan Digital Sky Survey, researchers have discovered a band of stars believed to be the remnant of an ancient star cluster slowly being ingested by the Milky Way. Um, Anna Bonaca, a Yale graduate student and lead author of a study forthcoming in Astrophysical Journal Letters, said the more powerful, the more powerful gravity of our Milky Way pulls these objects apart and then their stars uh, become part of the Milky Way itself. So we're, we're sort of uh, manifest destinying some other smaller galaxies and stars. Now, in our own. What is now the Milky Way? Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at it, and it looks milky, indeed, and it's blue and milky. Uh, is that just stars that are really, really far away forming the milk-like illusion? Like or super, yeah. super dead, really, old, really, really dead stars. Super dead. From no, so these aren't dead stars. No, so that's not an actual gas or anything. No, no. What you see as the Milky Way is just tons of tons stars. of stars. Yeah. So then it just. I mean, I don't know how we can. We're eat in it. another one. I know we're in it, but I'm saying Honestly. I don't. I don't know how we could just eat another one. I would just assume that that just it just becomes the Milky Way. No, it just merged. It, it we talked about this last week. It merges. We, we did this yeah. exact story. Two, no, two, two galaxies merging. Is that what you're talking about? Oh I, yeah, we did. I that. Totally zoned out. Galaxies. To this is true, but this is more like podcast, this isn't like I'm on it. This isn't like two consenting I, same same size okay. galaxies. So here, listeners, this is this is what happens. Eating up smaller galaxies. As Andy is reading a story, I am scrambling reading the next science story. Like. I, fa- I was I was going through my old notebooks uh, this week, and I w- used to do take notes on stories when we started doing this. I'm not sure we should be talking about this part of our uh, 50 episodes in behind yeah. the curtain, behind <laughs> oh. probably behind it's not the curtain. Starting to coast, starting huh? to coast a little bit. Yeah. yeah, people get busy. I get it. Brooks has got a lot of irons in the fire. Too many irons in the fire. Dropping too many skittles. Not getting to bed early. I had to take a fifty dollar cab out with ride home last night. In oh, San oh, you guys, you guys want to know what I did yesterday? I did. Yes. What is it? Fill uh, me in. Went to a gas station. Oh. All right. Gave the guy forty bucks. Said forty on five. Uh-huh. Left. Got in my car. Uh-huh. Drove the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you, buddy. That's for you. Ah, that's wow. So funny. <laughs> Just in my what head. Do oh, about? I don't know. That's don't really know. funny. Just like hey. done and done. <laughs> you were thinking about. I'm fucking done with that. I've been, sub themes I've for been this stressed uh, lately. So this, you know, I've been I've been in my head. So about then, shit. did you go back? I did, and he's like, "Dude, yeah, I mean, that's it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's what? Gone. What do you oh, do with it? it? Well, he's like, someone else just took it, man. You can't, uh-huh. you know. Someone else just pumped gas. Yeah, what? just pumped the gas. Who shows up and goes? Was... I wonder if this is free. Like I'm just, I go <laughs> well, drive it says, around. It says like forty prepay on the. I mean, someone just knew they had a free. Oh my god, free deal. Uh-huh. Well, how about this? Just imagine that person was really hard up. Like that's like a single mom, is right? Or one of her kids just uh, yeah, a depression I mean, era photo. Or Back imagine to... it was Crayshon and did not need it at yeah. all. Did not need it. Still just took it. <laughs> still took is it. Is Crayshon like super, super rich? I don't know. I just was thinking of <laughs> somebody think of... popular. <laughs> I was, Skrillex rolls up, takes a look at the pub, just goes, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
just Transformers sound effects. I'm just now realizing <laughs> that. Uh, oh, yeah, that Oh Yeah song is like dubstep, isn't it? What? Every, oh. Everything's dubstep. I thought you were just realizing song. that that song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, doom, boom, boom, oh, oh, yeah. I was like, oh. proto dubstep. Yeah, it was very proto dubstep. Yeah. They're putting dubstep in too many commercials, man. The Doug, the Doug theme dead. song. Got, what was that? It was the. Uh, that was the do 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 do. Oh, yeah, they always had those little bumpers. That sounds like. Was that Rockapella? Was that like a side gig when they were not doing the Carmen San Diego? Dude, I love the Rugrats. How like that's Devo, man. Like Mark Mothersbaugh. He did all. He like was the head of Mothersbaugh. Knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. I mean, I it love, was, all of his Wes Anderson stuff is great. Have you heard that there's like this conspiracy theory on like Rugrats was really um, uh, Tommy was an uh, in in imagination like Tommy was dead. Uh, and that's why like there's this whole sub reality of like Tommy, the baby was dead. That's why Stu, his dad, was always making baby toys and very worried. <laughs> like he just was always trying to make toys for this baby that died. And then Angelica was... Um, any, I'll, I'll which, one was, which one was barefoot when they were walking across the street? Because that's how you know. Yeah. That was, Listen, right. I'm gonna, was always barefoot. Pickles yeah. is dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna it's re- weird I'm gonna that people think that people who you know come up with shows think that much about it, that they're yeah. not just making up shit in the room <laughs> while, know, they, while a, they pitch so it. So it's like babies talk, right? Questions. And yeah. like one baby's a little older and the other baby's like like him a little bit. And it's this just, just like If they pitched it like that, they'd be like, no thanks. One of these babies is dead. They'd be like, um, we'll pass Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, no! It was just—it was real weird. I liked reading it. That's I'll, awesome. I'll research it and I'll give a better explanation on it. probably Rugrats. Excellent. <laughs> I remember this. I have such a real memory of the first time I ever used the internet. I remember very specifically. My dad got internet at his work, and he's like, "You guys want to come see what this internet is all about?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it's great." And then the whole time we were there, I was just like, "Go to Rugrats.com." Go to just type in Rugrats. That's all I cared about. Was just like Aww. look up Rugrats. That's all I want. And he's like, no, we're like checking out the internet. We're looking at Major League Baseball stats. So he was just him and my brothers are all about ma- baseball. And I'm just like, no, nah, dude, print off all the Rugrats episodes. Like I made him print off a list <laughs> of each Rugrats episode. I just would look at it. That's what Aww. Internet and Brooks get along wow. over Rugrats. Yeah, Let's go around. What, what was your first internet experience, Chip? <laughs> Well, let's see. I'm older than you guys. The first time I really remember even hearing about the internet was that someone was pretending to be me on AOL. Wow. Just during when I had a show on TV. So that's the first time. Yeah. And that's the first time I ever remember someone like, you know, at MTV was like, oh, it was on this AOL. I guess they were outing themselves as looking for sex on an AOL chat line. Oh, man. But they go. Yeah, I was on AOL and someone was pretending. Are you on AOL? I was like, I don't even have a computer. I don't even know what the hell you're talking wow. about. Yeah, so we should mention is that is there a way that audience the listeners can uh, you watch? Can, you can Austin watch it stories? online. You can YouTube. I watched a couple episodes. Howard Kramer yeah, is going to give a, me the DVDs. He said, ah, "Yeah, cool. This I was like a, watching cool. it. This was a show a from show. the late '90s that late you 90s. and Howard so Kramer created together. Yeah, starred yeah. in. Well, right? I mean, there was a guy that produced uh, Ben Siller show that you know got the that. Create got, they created by credit, which okay. is like it's not like a bone of contention or anything. He's an awesome guy. The, like we wouldn't have created it on our own, you know, without this person. So yeah, and it was sort of capitalizing on the Austin was hot in the nineties, right? You had the Richard Linklater stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah. It and it was MTV's first scripted show. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I think MTV's I've heard about. For, it. Well, first sitcom or first sitcom. I think it, they might have had a scripted. 
They had like Dead at 15 or something like that. They had other scripted shows, but it was the first scripted you know, sitcom. It was really funny. I loved it. You guys should, uh, you listeners should Google Glad Austin stories. It. Yeah, real great. So anyways, uh, yeah, but I wish first I, time. Yeah, but that's the first time I remember hearing about the internet. It seems pretty self-involved. It's no, that's, like it for makes sense. Rugrats, but I, I <laughs> just go to like, Rugrats. Oh. Just go to Rugrats.com, please. <laughs> please. Please go to Rugrats.com. But then I remember the first time really, like, using the internet, I remember I was, like, I, I remember accidentally spending, like, $400 extra, like, on Priceline or something. Like, on, like, a, a, a plane ticket. I think I bought a plane ticket, like, yeah. two different plane tickets, but I just thought I was buying, like, one ticket. I don't know. It's, ah, it's like know. someone's mother probably has the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first internet experience uh jesse what was your what do you remember internet uh it wasn't until we got a my my family got a computer it was like 96 yeah uh so we had a computer it, was, it may, might have even been 97 we got a computer with windows 95 and uh we got it hooked up and it was like it wasn't even 28k it was like 14 yeah 14k super slow Damn. um but it was i mean it blew my mind i don't remember like the first website i went to or anything like that I I mean there wasn't it was browsers dot com yeah yeah I mean it was like Yahoo I used Yahoo oh who didn't yeah but it was I mean it was pretty bare bones oh, there wasn't a ton I mean you could make like a GeoCities site I remember trying to do that um, but I was never good at that stuff for I mean I'm still not good at it have you yeah. seen Have you seen uh, Space Jam's website It hasn't been updated since the movie came out It's fucking awesome Everybody go oh, check somebody out Somebody put that on Facebook Yeah guys. Check out the Space Jam website Just type in Space Jam Oh wow Go to Warner Brothers when Space was that? Jam 96? site I don't know It's great though You can Oh like, my god well, That is cool Look at the, you can look at the <laughs> lineup Is that footage out. of R.O. Uh, Whoa Of uh, R. Yeah. Kelly Oh it's got oh, frames When you click on something It goes to frames these, mode dude, Oh You guys Everybody all the listeners That's awesome. need wow. to go to the Space Jam website. Yeah, yeah 96. Really That's actually pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Like someone got like 100 grand to make that website. Yeah. You know, that was top of the line. <laughs> Wait, do you genuinely believe Charles Barkley's this is, stats? This is what it always was and not a recent retro recreation that somebody did? You think this is what it just stayed as the whole time? I absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. That's incredible, yeah. And um, it also could be, it's bad enough that it could be something someone made recently to be like a retro 90s No, it's from the Warner, it's Warner Brothers website. I know, but they could still do it as an, like a funny promotional thing. Oh my God, go to Stellar Souvenirs. Click with- on Stellar Souvenirs. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, this isn't really great for the podcast. No, it's not. The listeners, if you can see it. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, it's great. Check it out. Um, That was shot in in an abandoned hospital near where I lived in San Francisco. Space Jam. Yep. That's that's great. I remember seeing all the the backgrounds just look like Animaniacs uh, backgrounds. Yeah, very much so. Same. Did you see Space Jam in theaters? I did. Yeah. I had to drive an hour to go to the movies growing up, though. So it was a big deal when we would go see movies. Yeah, very excited. Yeah, we we had to go half an hour. Yeah, I remember we were uh, the most crushed I've ever been is we were going to go see The Lion King paired with Angels in the Outfield. Double feature. Sold out. So my brother and my dad go and see Forrest Gump. My other brother, me, and my mom went and saw Baby's Day Out. Dude, Baby's Day Out, oh, I yeah. thought that was so funny. I saw that in theaters. I loved Couldn't it. Couldn't stop laughing. No, but then like my da- like a big <laughs> a big oh joke God. in our family Get is- Get that baby! Yeah, Did it- they say that at any point? Oh, oh yeah. Stop of- that baby! They say it a lot. Uh, but yeah, it, like at Christmas, <laughs> my dad will be like, remember that time uh, we went and we had a split and a few of us saw the greatest cinematography, like the greatest <laughs> cinematic feat of the 90s, and then uh, the other people saw Forrest Gump. 
<laughs> it's really funny. It's a it funny makes joke. me laugh. Yeah, funny. it's a funny the joke. That, the person that put their eggs in the Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip basket, like, <laughs> voted. This is the one that's going to take off. This is the behind the scenes SNL show everyone's going to love. Like, no, actually, you just missed the. Uh, Maybe that was big. Best sitcom. Vern ever. Troyer's first. Get that baby. That was Vern Troyer's first. <laughs> that online baby's appearance. ruining everything. He was playing the baby. Yeah, he's like, the baby. They just never showed his face. Well, yeah, they're not going to show Vern Troyer's <laughs> face. So he's, he was crawling on construction yeah. beams and stuff? Yeah, lots of construction oh, beams crawling. Yeah. You know the movie, Chip. Hey, I'm I was a John Hughes fan, you know. So I, was I, that, I kept up with the... Uh, it's not John Hughes. Oh, yeah, John Hughes wrote what? that movie. Yeah. Oh, well, wasn't So Baby's Day I Out I went to go see Dutch in the damn theater. Oh. <laughs> Baby's Day Out was that guy, based on that That guy that had book. me hooked like Prince. Yeah, I, I was just like, Baby's whatever Day it is, <laughs> bring it on. I love that fucking... He's like reliving the book. Yeah. It's a smart it was baby. Like Jumanji came out shortly thereafter. I mean, it was a very like children's book based movie genre time. Loved it. Um, all right, there was a guy probably living in there. Like when we go to the theater in Austin, there was always this one homeless guy that was in there, and I just thought, oh, this guy's living in Baby's Day Out for like you know today. I don't know. It's just kind of fun. Like, where do you live, uh, Dutch? You know, uh, where do you live? Career opportunities. <laughs> I did love career opportunities. That was the first time I became aware of Target. I thought that was when the Target store was like launched. I looked it up. It's oh, not yeah? true, yeah. but I thought it was like a branding thing. Like we're opening a new store. And the launch, we're going to have this movie about a guy who gets trapped in it with a hot girl. Like guys, we're going to promote there it with Frank Whaley. Jennifer Connelly might be in this one, riding a slow motion I, uh, uh, horsey. I used to work in a movie theater when Harold and Kumar go to White Castle came out, and I was thinking I was like sixteen, and I remember I would time the walk through to the scene where he was uh, fucking the bag of weed. Like in like there's oh, a yeah. big scene, the, and to me it the was dream the sequence. yeah the funniest thing I'd ever seen. So I would just pop in and howl with laughter in the back. <laughs> so that also that influenced your wife beating material. Yeah, yeah, all too. my wife beating material. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I'm looking at it from the people who go to the theater, like just out of just. Randomly, one of the employees comes in and just cackles laughing behind you for about 10 minutes. In the movie. <laughs> just like, what was that guy? He just loved that part of the movie. And then I would also Seriously, go in. Seriously, doesn't he like beat up the bag of weed or yeah, something? Yeah, they get like, in a fight. Yeah, yeah. Food or something. It's really funny. So you saw that about 30 times. and Yeah, 30 okay. times. Laughed it every makes sense. It's it a funny movie. It's a good movie. Uh, one of my roommate's uh, girlfriends is currently um, doing v- video editing for Chris Brown. And I was just like, what is, what's Chris Brown like? Oh. She's like, he's a very short attention span. He's just a short fuse, too. I was like, oh, Chris Brown has a short fuse? I wouldn't have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed at all. He's so level-headed. That yeah, he has a short calm. fuse. He seems calm. He keeps beating the avid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's she wrong. won't do what I tell it. Yeah, every day, I'm just like, so did you get beat up by Chris Brown today? No. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, well, he deserves it. He fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, fuck him. Um, all right. We gotta we're done. wrap things up. Wrap things up. Yeah. Chip, do you have any shows note. coming up? Uh, I don't. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. That's, that's fine. Not, that's, not that's, not that's not good. That's not good. No, that's all right. <gasps> are we gonna are do? We gonna are we gonna do? We do a wait. Hold on. We gotta do probably science.com. Check us out there, Jesse. Do you have anything coming up? Nah, man. Just being. Just fucking chilling. Chilling. Follow you on on Twitter at Jesse Case at Jesse Case. At Jesse Case Very funny and, uh, tweets. We'll do all the yeah, and I update all my shows on there. But I don't have any like crazy stuff. Right, you know? Chip Nothing stuff nuts. around town. You know what's that? What's your Twitter handle? At Chip Pope. At Chip Pope. Um, okay, yeah, and yeah. Give us throw some science. reviews up on iTunes. We'd appreciate that. Uh, tweet at Probably Science. Have you got any corrections, suggestions? And actually, how about this? Tweet at us if you want to hear an, a. a 
proto, you know, a prototype episode of probably history. Yeah, probably Let history. You Are wanna. you interested? Yeah, like I want to take that on. I want to. I totally want to do that. I would love to be. I need a project. I would love to be a guest on it. Yeah. In fact, okay. I'm going to go register probably history if that's not taken as a Twitter handle right now. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You guys have a good week. Uh, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Wait, wait. What's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs>